0: Welcome to Mentality Meets, conversations that explore mental health stories and strategies to help leaders like you change the culture of mental health in your workplace. I'm Peter Larkin, and today we're going to be talking with El Chamanga. So here's the question for today's session. Can technology be used to help us access help and support sooner? Now, El has always been fascinated by technology and its ability to facilitate now, he's been given this great opportunity to utilize this ever-evolving technology with the view of aiding both individuals like you and me, but also the organizations that we work for. So here's my conversation with L Chimanga.
1: Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Errol Chimanga. I am a uh, co-founder of a startup called uh, Por- Porotherapy and Shona HR Um, I've been in and around tech and within product management ownership you know over the last 10 plus years and um yeah I I was uh we were kind of midway through the, the the creation of our of our mental health um you know product when we started a conversation with yourself Peter way back in April I think 2020 um I wanted to get some feedback on a few pointers and uh yeah, it, I guess uh, the rest they can say is history, and we're here today uh, discussing, you know, what uh, what was an initial discussion, which is now a a product. Uh, um, and uh, yeah, that's you know that's how we've I guess come to be. But you know, very excited to be here today and to, yeah to speak to you and obviously answer any questions that may come through as well around uh, tech and uh, hopefully uh, yeah hopefully hopefully it goes well. So we're going to talk about that piece of work uh, and where
0: that conversation basically led us in this conversation around can tech be used to help people who are struggling with their mental health access, help and support quicker. That was kind of the, the background. And just to kind of put it into context, you and I spoke quite early about whether we could use or whether you could use, so I love the fact that I'm putting me into the context of this, whether we could use, uh, whether you could use uh, a device like Alexa to be a device that you can talk to when you're struggling so as alexa can help you through that time and potentially get you help and support can you just give us a little bit of a breakdown as to how that even works and kind of some of the questions that might come up and how you kind of began to build the algorithm and where uh this device kind of fits within everything that you're creating at the moment yeah of
1: course of course so i've got a a son who's now he's now 12 and um I think it was two, two three years ago um, um, or even before he was diagnosed with autism. And two, three years ago, I was looking, you know, we were always looking at, um, you know, tech. And, uh, you know, me being a tech, having developed uh, uh, mobile applications, websites and so on and so forth. It was always something, for, you know, in my head, I was like, OK, there must be a way that tech can help uh, my son with his autism. There must be a way. Um, and so, you know, we did the online, um, online games, there were online courses, but the difficulty of that was it was quite labor intensive, you know, okay. Switch on the machine, open the laptop. Okay. Password, username, blah, 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 blah. And for me, I was going, there must be an easier way. We, you know, we twenty 20, 2018 at the time or 2017, I was like, there must be an easier way. So, um, I looked at Alexa. I was very skeptical, as I've mentioned to you, Peter, way back when, um, and, and early on, I wasn't, I wasn't an early adopter of, um, of, 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 of utilizing voice technology, even smart home devices to be fair. And, um, uh, you know, I kind of had a conversation with my wife, long story short, we ended up getting, uh, an Amazon, an Amazon Echo. Um, as it turns out, you know, the first, the first two months, no one's using it. We're only using it to switch the radio on or play, play a song. Ultimately your, your basic bare minimum. And, um, all of a sudden, my son started started to utilize it a bit more and more, and it was around. Initially, it was around homework questions, which obviously was cheating. Uh, you know, asking for for sums to be calculated and so forth. Which for me at the time, I was like, uh, okay, but he's he's using it, and 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 for me that wasn't a, an achievement on his own. I'm going, okay. Usually, he's, he's either very guarded within himself, or it takes it takes warming up for him to even ask anyone outside of myself or my wife, any kind of question. And so the fact that he's going, Alexa, what's 20 times four. For me, it was like, hang on a minute. This is, there's something here. So obviously as the months went on and on, he started utilizing the device even more and more. We ended up moving that device into his room where, uh, you know, especially at night, he would want specific whale noises, and they had to be specific that were played through the device. And um, it was music. It was um, playing games, literally vo- like um, quizzes. He wanted to play quizzes on the device. And that for me was the kind of, right, I think there's, there's something here. So our, my sister is in New Zealand, and she's a, a CBT uh, therapist. And so I started having a conversation with them. I said, "Listen, what if there was a way that we could help?" Um, and, and I'd done a bit of research leading up until that point. What if there's a way that we could help people suffering from from mild to moderate um, anxiety or depression, primarily from a CBT perspective, um, that we could look to ultimately um, drive interventions or out or or, or 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 resources utilizing a a device? She put the phone down and said, now you're, you're silly, you're ridiculous, don't be, don't be silly. Two minutes later, she rang me back after she had thought about it and she went, if you could do that, that would be amazing because that would help me and my patients because at the minute I suffer a lot in terms of homework that I have to give my patients. I don't know whether they're doing it before that I see them face-to-face. It could help them as well because it's something there that's 24-7, the ability for it for, for, for interaction with a device Depending on your anxiety or depression at that particular point in time, and so that's that that was the basis of the idea. So we started looking at the tech, you know, you know, collaborating uh, quite closely with um, with Amazon and their you know and their tech people. And ultimately, what what's happened in terms of where we are now, and again, we can delve into it. Uh, where we are now is you know we're speaking to our local NHS trust down here in Kent, and uh, you know they they're looking to pilot uh, the the, the the platform with regards with regards to giving as many people as possible access to interventions. So,
0: what you've been working on is to create an app that is downloadable by a device, let's say Alexa for argument's sake, where somebody who is struggling, whether it's just because they've had a bad day, had an argument, uh, feeling a bit, Meh. Uh, I don't know about you, I've had those days, um, but they can then say, hey. Alexa, I'm feeling pretty low and the algorithms that you're creating in the background are to teach Alexa how to respond so as um, basically on Alexa and say hey Pete uh, why don't you try this or, or, or some ideas and from a from a counseling perspective and I know we've got some counselors on on when a counselor guy says hey why don't you go and do this or why don't you try and engage with that but never quite knowing whether the patient or client has, then Alexa can track that data, uh, regardless of the the time of day, I suppose, because it's it's going to be there all the time. So if I wake up at two o'clock in the morning and I'm like I'm feeling really rubbish, then actually the 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 app can click in and can kind of connect and and reach out to offer me help. Is that is that about right?
1: Yeah, you've pretty much got it in a nutshell, and 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 a lot of it actually was the base. My son's behavior with with his device was uh, the basis for a lot of where we're at now. So his inter- he would get up at three in the morning when everyone else was asleep, and ultimately start. You you would hear him conversing with with Alexa, just asking random questions. Alexa, do you know Google? Alexa, what's your favorite color? Alexa, what's the what's the what's the best animal? A lion or an elephant? And so. With that, you start to go, that's the way things should be with tech. It's 24-7. The ability, you know, it, it it shouldn't be that you have to wait another, you know, five hours to be able to have to speak to someone if and, and and the the point I want to make here is when the device is not taking away the face-to-face element with therapists or with counselors at all. It's not. It's just an aid in terms of those those times of the day where you can't reach out to anyone and there is ultimately the device available. So we have primarily targeted voice. Um, so the the, the application, yes, it is an application, but it's a voice application. It's a skill, it's a voice skill that can be utilized um, ultimately across uh, Google Home, um, uh, Amazon with Alexa, um, with your phone. So we've catered for people that ultimately don't have smart home devices as well. So you can use it, on your mobile phone and also on a laptop, but again, this is all utilizing voice. You don't have to type in a password, username, email. No, everything is via via ID, which is via via an ID that you actually explicitly say. Example: My ID is one, two, three, four. Then it ultimately links you. Obviously, that individual has to have given consent. Obviously, we, are, we, 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 we that's really really important for us in terms of being GDPR from this side, um, compliant and across the pond in the States, HIPAA compliant as well. Um, but the principle of the product is, depending on how you're feeling at that particular time, um, you can, the algorithms that we've built in the background, look at um, what we're calling sentiment analysis. It's it's a, we're calling it our, a poorer engine, where we're based on your keywords and your phrases, the device is looking at sentiment positive negative mixed and dependent on that it's ultimately going through um, okay if you are negative at that particular point in time what in the last couple of days yesterday previous day and so forth made you positive an example could be um, you say to the device i'm feeling great it doesn't just go amazing that's that's super the machine learning element in the background as well as the the algorithms we've got want to delve in and dig in and store and remember to go, Peter took the dog for a walk yesterday, and that made him feel very, very happy, and it banks it. Peter Peter made his favorite favorite curry. That makes him happy. Let's bank it. And again, it's looking at time of day as well. So obviously, if it's in the afternoon and you said dinner, it's not going to mention dinner in the morning, for example. And so, um, what the, the the premise and again principle of the tool is, depending on what you've said to the device, it then looks at um, interventions. It could be a mo- multiple options that are given to that individual person at that particular time, depending on obviously what they say and how the phrase is then portrayed using the the machine learning algorithm in the background. Um, so, if you, it could be it could be that. At the end of the conversation, I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling down. Why are you feeling down? My friend shouted at me. Okay, do you know why that why that happened? Oh, because of work. I did this this this. Ultimately, it's storing all of that information. Okay, based on what you said, Peter, um, there are a couple of options we can go through here right now, um, which include listening to music, playing um, playing a game, doing a meditation uh, a meditation session. Um or, or simply calling a friend through the device. And all you have to do is say, call Errol. So Alexa, call Errol, and it calls my friend. So it's not a case of just, oh, it's a two-way conversation. It's a two-way conversation uh, where Alexa's gathering this information and then going, based on what you've said, I, you know, I think these options, you know, available here, you could you could take any one of them or or even all of them. But you, as an individual, have the option to then go, no, I don't want to take anything. You don't have to. Um, and again, as we, I think we were saying uh, the other day or, or earlier, that it's still you, at your discretion. It's, it's not driving you. It's not pushing you to have to undertake a, you know, listening to music or playing an online game with a quiz or, or, and so on and so forth.
0: From that, it's the opportunity for me to kind of be honest and real Which to be fair, when you're face to face with someone, you can very easily kind of put a mask on, skirt around the issue, avoid different things. But sometimes when there's when there's nobody there to judge you, you find that you may actually be a little bit more honest and a little bit more real. Uh, And what you're saying is that the the device will be able to pick up on this, store the good stuff that has happened in the past. So as when I'm struggling, it can say, hey, why don't you try this? Why don't you do that? Why don't you reengage with something that it already knows makes me happy or um, has the ability to say hey uh, in my list I've got three top friends uh, and it says would you like to call someone and I can say yeah cool. call call out," and it will do it for me. I don't even have to type anything in, I don't have to do anything, it's simply there uh, in the background. So we'll get back to our interview in just a second. I want to tell you about a video course I made called Mentality. It's a one hour mental health video course delivered by me. It gives you the need to know essentials to spot the signs of poor mental health and take action. So here's what other people have said about it. Maria said, I was surprised how it made me think about myself and even my friends and family. Patients feedback said, mentality is eye opening. It helps you support someone to get the help they need, perhaps potentially saving their life. James's response says it was the best course I've been on. I had the attention span of a gnat and I was gripped for the whole time. You see, poor mental health is devastating so many people all over the world. And yet, despite a general recognition that there's a problem, very few people know what to do. We miss the signs of poor mental health or if we see someone struggling, we don't know what to do. And that's where mentality steps in. It's the need to know essentials on how to spot the warning signs and take appropriate action to respond. All packaged together in a digestible one-hour video training course for your workforce. It's designed for everyone, because every person, whoever you are, can be affected. To access mentality, simply visit www.mentality.work. That's www.mentality.work. Click on Enroll, add your details and enjoy. Mentality. Spot the signs and take action. And so here's the second part of our interview. Another thing that we were talking about was the fact that the device will not only store the good stuff, but it will also um, help me when I use certain phrases or it will be able to track that a phrase... I feel really bored. I feel really low is a negative context and being able to kind of track that stuff as well. So as it has a, a much broader picture of who I am and how I'm doing on a on a daily basis. Now, my question to you, all in the workplace, when we've got so many of our team uh, working from home, working through isolation, is this a piece of tech that companies can engage with to support their teams uh and I, I don't know kind of where it is on the development stage, but can you just take a moment and explore it from a working context?
1: Yeah, yeah. So um with regards to that, yes. Um so there's two elements in terms of uh, where the product is. The f- the first part obviously f- directly from a mental health perspective, um we're working directly with the NHS and we're piloting that. So we don't we don't want that out until we've got the seal of approval from from an NHS standpoint, we've we've gone through the rigors and the checks, we've fixed, you know, bound, there's bound to be loads of things to fix there. But from a from an employee well-being perspective, yes, we have a tool that's that's available and actually being piloted at, at the minute. Um, and we're seeing the a lot of the skeptical companies are actually the ones that are finding more use in the platform because Similar to the mental health um, product, the information that individuals, uh, clients, patients go through and converse with the device is actually all going back into a dashboard. So if that person is ultimately um, at the minute uh, in therapy, for example, um, that information is actually going back to the therapist. Um and uh, that that's part of the trial that we're ultimately doing with the with the NHS to see does that information actually help the clinician um in terms of understanding that Peter has you know has conversed with the device at 2 a.m. in the morning constantly for the last three weeks, and these are the type of interventions that that have that have helped him, um and so forth. So and then from an employee well-being perspective, obviously the question that's the challenge, well the problem that's been passed over to us to try and look to resolve is can you give us insight and data to understand more about how our employees are feeling right now? And um, it's, it's like, you're ultimately taking forms, you know, filling out forms and uh, surveys into, 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 into the voice world, ultimately where it's available 24 seven. And one of the clients that we're piloting with we're saying that the response is coming back ultimately where at the weekends or even you know on a sunday or saturday where they want to the the company's trying to understand in employees not just on monday to friday but just trying to give like the whole employee experience a different meaning but ultimately the data and information back from employees is going to be important so what's the best way some people obviously it's it is it is scary and I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna say sit here and go. Everyone should start adopting it. You know, I was late adopting it. Like I said, you know, I was skeptical until I started to see how it could be utilized, especially from, uh, you know, my son and you know, and how I saw him using it. And uh, yeah. And so that's
0: that's kind of been my my next point to to just bring out. Kind of listening. Said one of my clients recently said, "I'm not a robot, and I want the connection with people," and it's totally true. Um, and so it's about kind of acknowledging the concerns um but also it's not a replacement and I think that's that's really key isn't it Al?
1: yeah hundred 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 percent there is there is no way I could sit here and say to you that it's going it's it's the next thing with regards to replacing that interaction um it's it, it and you know it it is it is about giving giving them giving everyone the opportunity to, to, to be able to, 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 to get interventions at the, at the minute. So for example, when we, when we're doing our research and speaking to the NHS, they're saying six weeks to six months when, you know, either someone um, is, is uh, goes to their GP and the GP has literally 15 minutes to fill out what's called a heads questionnaire. Um, and what we're what we're saying is actually, and one of the tests we're going to do with NHS was actually is that we're going to utilise the tool to actually gauge over time those individuals pre actually use it as a as a as a as a, as a triage before going. Actually, do you know what? From a heads questionnaire, this would have already gauged what the tool has over a period of time because that's the our our health system at the minute is stretched you know, to, it's stretched so much. And the only other, other things that can aid it are technology. And it doesn't, 100% does not take away that human element. And hence why we've actually, the designing of the dashboard, where this information then goes back to said clinician to be able to, when you do have your face-to-faces, because not everyone can afford a private um, a, 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 a private therapist, for example, you know, once twice a week not everyone can do that some of them as my sister mentioned to me and some of the other um, psychologists that we're working with mentioned it could be once once a month it could be once every fortnight but in between that we want to ensure that they that, you know they they're, they're happy they're they're okay and they're coping and so recording of even the face to face sessions is something that will be would, would would be in the tool that if you trigger a specific word that the device will go, would you like us to replay that session with Dr. X around this topic? And those are as, as, as much as it's just one, one, two, it's literally the machine learning is going, okay, how can we fit in what you've done already in terms of those previous sessions or, or or how can we connect you as much as we can, you know, to, uh, to what you're how you're feeling. And the interventions, the tool is primarily looking at based on, the program that you may be on at that particular time.
0: I could talk about this all day. Uh, I just find this so intriguing, the whole context of being able to engage with something on a regular basis that's helping to track my mood, track the way I am. And I know that we've talked about the form score with Rob Stevenson and being able to kind of see that the ups and downs on a daily basis i love that the idea of kind of using tech in the conversation around can we uh, not only be able to, to see people the face to face but also to have this bit of tech that's in the background encouraging me and supporting me as i go through so does speaking tech scare you and would you be willing to give it a go i personally I'm not a fan, but in the conversation today, I realized that it will only uh, grow and develop if I begin to engage with it. And also in the next two, three, maybe even four years, the talking technology is going to be the main way that we engage. So next week, I'm going to be talking with Anila Rose. Now, Anila is the managing director of Rose Media Group and clearly states that the success in her business and her sporting achievements are based on a relentless growth attitude, hard work ethic, and trust in others. So we're going to be talking about how much personal attitude can positively and negatively impact on our mental health. So may I encourage you to leave us a review in the podcast because it really does help get the word out. Thanks again for listening to Mentality Meets, conversations that explore mental health stories and strategies to help leaders like you change the culture of mental health in your workplace.